What up, what up, and welcome back to another episode of Box Fans Talk. Like always, I'm your favorite host alongside here with Mount Pisgah legend, Ian White. Hey, great Ian to be back White. on the pod. How we doing? Uh, we chilling. Just unfortunately lost the Marist Girls Volleyball, watched the Marist Girls Volleyball team lose, but uh, we're back at it for another week of fantasy. We are back at it, and there was one player who was not at it this weekend. That's Bijan Robinson. If you have not followed us on our Instagram at Box Fancy Talk, I highly recommend you do. Um, for some reason, the last episode didn't do as well as the episode before with Beck Janky, probably because nobody wants to hear me yap for about 30 minutes, and I really do not blame them either for that. Um, so, like always, we're going to review week seven teams and preview, wait, review week seven and preview week eight. Teams on by last week was the Carolina Panthers, Cincinnati Bengals, Dallas Cowboys, Houston Texans, New York Jets, and Tennessee Titans. Teams on by this week, nobody. So it's going to be a full slate of week eight. And like always, let's hop in to week seven. Saints at Jaguars. I did not watch this game because unfortunately we had a Maris game on that Thursday. Jacksonville absolutely steamrolled. New Orleans, but I think the thing that we have to talk about is Kamara's workload. I did not expect Kamara to be getting averaging 12 target or not 12 targets, 12 receptions a game. Um, I think Derek Carr is a terrible quarterback, and I said earlier they're paying him way too much money for what he should be deserved. Um, other than that, Olave is honestly starting to look like a bust. 15 targets for seven receptions is unacceptable. What's also unacceptable is going 35 miles an hour over the speed limit and then telling the officer you play for the New Orleans Saints. If I had Derek Carr as my quarterback, I would also be doing that because that would drive me crazy too. Um, I think Taysom Hill is a guy to probably stash on your bench, but he's just so on and off and risky, it's not really worth it. Uh, Michael Thomas is at this point a flex option. Kamara, though, is an elite RB1. Jacksonville side of the ball. Trevor Lawrence played okay, still not in love with that. Did, run, did have 59 yards, which is really nice. Um, ETN, honestly, probably should have been a second-round pick, maybe even a first. Uh, Christian Kirk. Honestly, playing as better than he is last year. And I'm going to start calling guys bust now. So I'm calling Calvin Ridley the first on the bust list this year. Um, unacceptable. A lot of hype around him. Kind of the same uh, same situation as Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Evan Ingram has continued to be a solid, fancy tight end, though. And the Saints absolutely suck and are not winning the NFC South. Browns at Colts. Jerome Ford got hurt, which means if Jerome Ford does not play this week, it's going to be a very promising role for Kareem Hunt, and you're going to get a little bit more Pierce Strong Jr. Um, Elijah Moore played solid. Amari Cooper actually is starting to be a bust until Deshaun Watson comes back. I would not play Deshaun Watson this week. He kind of made it last. And also due to the fact that the coaches are so scared about playing him the whole time that when he's healthy to go back, they're not playing him. So I don't know if that's a good thing or that's a bad thing. I'll let the quarterback here in white talk about that. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I mean, I think the writing has been on the wall for a while now. He's not who he used to be. Um, he's, when he's looking down the field, he's not seeing the field with enough poise or enough, honestly, athletic ability left in his legs to be the same player that he once was. I don't think he's a viable QB for, QB for the Browns going forward. They've got a better uh, record with TJ with PJ Walker leading the helm, uh, former XFL quarterback. So I just I don't see him as a viable quarterback uh, option going forward in the future for your fantasy team or for the Browns. For the Indianapolis side of the ball, I told you last week Jonathan Taylor is going to start doing more and he should be in your lineup. I said Zach Moss is going to actually be a solid line to play until his workload 
decreases. Well, Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss had the same amount of snaps. Jonathan Taylor is more effective. The difference between Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss is Jonathan Taylor had four targets, which he caught for 45 yards, and Zach Moss had two. I'm hoping this isn't a coin flip every single week. I'm hoping it's something different. Uh, Michael Pittman complained about not getting the ball, so you know that means he's going to get the ball this week. I think he's always a start, um, with, especially with uh, Anthony Richardson being done for the season. He, I think he's a viable wide receiver one type of guy. I mean, Minshew's going to look for him. Another guy that I really liked off the uh, Colts this week, Josh Downs. Explosive dude coming out of UNC. Everybody knew he had potential. He's starting to grow into that role, and he's starting to become more comfortable with the offense. I mean, he had 24 points this week. I could definitely see him becoming a viable flex guy, possibly a wide receiver number two guy going forward. And I think Josh Downs averages about, what, 13, 14 points with Gardner Minshew at the quarterback. I'm not loving the matchup this week against the Saints, but I think he's going to be a decent bi-week flex play and definitely a guy who more people are going to start talking about. I think he was a third-round pick coming out of UNC. Moving to the Bills side of the ball, Josh Allen played well. Poor Josh Allen. Um, and, and speak, we got to give a shout-out to Russ Williams. I mean, 200 fantasy points that this is, week. In a 12-man league, that is out insane. Of five out of his 10 – five out of his – five – excuse me. Five of his players were in the top 10 highest-scoring players this week, including quarterbacks. That's incredible. And the lowest scoring player was Josh Allen. Out you want to let me take over the Bill, for the Bills-Patriots game? Um, I'll take over for the Bills side, and then I'll All let right. you go. I Well, I gave you, what, two minutes for the Patriots? So James Cook finally got a little bit more receiving work. Um, I don't think that receiving work is effective. I would try to sell high now. Dalton Kincaid had eight targets. Dawson Knox is going to be out for some time. Dalton Kincaid is a play in your lineup, and... He is definitely a waiver wire pickup. If he is somehow in your waiver wire, Stefan Diggs, always exceptional. Um, before I let Ian go for the Patriots, James Cook played 52% of the snaps compared to Latavius Murray's 50, uh, 32. And I am going to time Ian White, and I'm going to give him exactly two minutes starting now. All right. Uh, I think the first and foremost thing is Mac Jones has the worst touchdown celebration in the league up to this point. Uh, him and Mike Gizeki have combined forces to make the worst gritty of all time. And I was just disgusted to see it. What I was not disgusted to see was the Patriots finally getting in the win column once again. Uh, makes me feel good as a Patriots fan, you know, not used to seeing the uh, Mac Jones garbage that I've been seeing the past couple of weeks. But what I've really been thinking is Mac Jones certainly has room to improve. However, the team around him is not giving him much of a chance. You know, the O-line play with backup right and left tackles in has been horrendous in weeks past. With the starters back... It has improved significantly, and it's noticeable. When Mac Jones has time back in the pocket, he's able to make progressions past his first progression, and he's able to go to a, a more downfield receiver. This Especially, is a fantasy podcast on a film review. Sorry. Keep it going. But more importantly, for Hunter Henry and Mike Gusecki in that tight end, and Bill O'Brien's tight end IV offense, when he has time, they can get catches. Um, Pop Douglas, or Demario Douglas, out of Liberty, an explosive dude. He's probably going to be the Patriots' number one guy going forward, so if he's on... Uh, he's a viable flex guy, I think, in terms of catches per game. In terms, of the, He's going to get a lot of catches. All right, we're done. Um, Kendrick Bourne is definitely the guy you want moving forward. Mario Douglas did have six targets. I don't know how promising that is. But that's something to look forward to. Ramondre Stevenson had six targets and had six receptions, which I'm loving more. Ramondre Stevenson is starting to be a better play. Ramondre Stevenson had nine carries compared to Ezekiel Elliott 11's carries. Ramondre is more effective. Ezekiel Elliott got in the end zone, though. It's hurts for Ramondre. I think Ramondre is a solid play this week and something to watch. Ian will give you 10 more seconds, then we're going to lose the next game. Uh, Mac Jones, don't play him, but possibly consider him for the future. Do Josh not Al- play Mac Jones. Josh Allen, despite 
you know, not great, uh, not a great week this week. That's more a Patriots defense being awesome than him playing poorly. I think going forward, he's still a great QB one. Uh, Washington and New York Giants. Troubles brewing in Washington. I think the coach is going to be out. When you get new ownership, the quarter there should not be decisions made from past ownership still on the team. For some reason, Chris Rodriguez Jr. played nine snaps and got seven carries compared to Brian Robinson's eight. That is extremely concerning. Terry McLaurin does well per Terry McLaurin. Other than that, I'm not loving anything else at this point for Washington. I'm really scared on Washington. Saquon's going to be an excellent play. He had a nice long touchdown, which kind of saves his day. Waller finally had the day for the pick he got used for. Other than that, I think that's all I can say for the New York Giants. And Tyrod Taylor with the first win by a black quarterback in Giants history. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, Lions side of the ball. I was kind of scared for Amon Ra and Laporta at first at halftime, and I realized Amon Ra had 19 targets because they were down 35 points. At halftime, Jameer Gibbs did well. He had that one long touchdown. He also had nine receptions. That's the game people thought they were getting with Jameer Gibbs earlier in the year. Um, I, that's definitely not going to happen again, but I don't think David Montgomery plays this week. I think Jameer Gibbs played 94% of the snaps and David Montgomery out. So Jameer Gibbs is probably going to play 100% of the snaps this week due to the fact that David Montgomery is most likely going to be out again this week, and then they're going to go and buy. Lamar Jackson's playing like an MVP candidate. Stephen A. Smith hates Lamar Jackson for some reason. Gus Edwards got in the end zone. He looks like the running back to play right now. He, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill and Lamar Jackson were all extremely effective. But, Zay Flowers is a solid receiver now. Mark Andrews has been solid and elite. I should have picked him in the third round, and Ian White's going to take over. Uh, Zay Flowers as a wide receiver. He's probably the Ravens wide receiver one going forward until the end of the season. Uh, as a as a flex guy, I think he's a viable option. Honestly, as a like a very fringe wide receiver too, I think he's moving into that type of range just with the amount of catches he gets downfield uh, with room to move and his explosiveness. I think he can make a lot of big plays happen. Uh, Lamar is on fire. When he's got time, he absolutely cooks. Uh, Andrews, of course, we already touched on that. Uh, nothing else really on that. The... Uh, the one thing I guess I'd like to see is the Ravens' rushing attack improve, but when you're throwing the ball that well, I don't think you need to do that much. Raiders and Bears, it's kind of a weird game. Ooh, can I talk about Tyson Badger? Uh, yeah, yeah, when we get to there. Okay. Um, I think it's just time to label Josh Jacobs as a bust. Like, it, I keep waiting for the game. I keep waiting. I keep waiting. He's a bust this year. Um, Brian Horner didn't play well. I didn't even realize he got benched for Aiden O'Connell. Both of them kind of stink. Jacoby Myers has been an excellent play. And I wouldn't say Devontae Adams is a bust. It's just really disappointing what's going on in Vegas. Really disappointing that Devontae Adams had an excellent situation in Green Bay. And for some reason, the Nuts decided to stay. Even if Jordan loves the quarterback, it's still a better situation than Vegas. Vegas, realistically, in my opinion, should probably be about 5-2 and two right now. I think coaching's holding them back. And I think defensive coaching's terrible. Um, Deontay Foreman did well. But I think this game's obviously the biggest fluke game I've seen in a while. Um, DJ Moore played really solid, and other than that, that's kind of it. I'll let Ian take it over. It's an overreaction if you say that Tyson Badgett is the guy for the Bears going forward, but from what I saw, he actually does look like a very good NFL quarterback. You know, he wasn't making a ton of explosive plays downfield, but he was getting the ball out on time and to the right guy accurately. And that's really all you care about in the quarterback position. Is Justin Fields' job safe? Yes. Does Justin Fields need to show more to avoid the Tyson Badgett talks going forward? That is also true. Um, I started the Raiders defense this week because I kind of thought they were going to tee off on a D2 quarterback. Uh, but the dude stepped up, and props to him. Uh, and then 
on the Bears side of the ball, really, I don't think you can trust anyone. No, you can trust DJ Moore, I think. All right, you can, um, that's, that's, you know, that's a good point. All right, moving in the Falcons-Bucks. So, for some reason, I think the Falcons' bye week, correct me if I'm wrong, is week 11. For some reason, Bijan Robinson decided that the bye week for him, personally, is week 8. And for some reason, they didn't decided to not put it on the injury report. Um, for some reason, they decided to play him for 11 snaps and not let anybody know. That almost lost them the game. Desmond Ritter actually is not a bad fantasy quarterback if he just doesn't fumble the football. I mean, it was ridiculous. I was so tired watching that game, and I'm just like, I wasn't even yelling. I'm just like, what is going on with this team? Like, seriously, Desmond, if you you put Kyler Murray in the Falcons offense, I guarantee you they would be 6-1 right now. 6-1 because of quarterback play. Britter's terrible. The Riddler has to step up. Speaking from the Algiers side, when Algiers the RB1, I mean, he did well. 14.2 I mean, points he, could, he should have honestly gotten the end zone if Desmond Ritter didn't fumble the ball. Cordero Patterson is fat and slow, <laughs> but at least he runs hard, so I'll give him some praise. Cordero Patterson, was his prime was waning when yeah. he was on the Patriots. Um, Johnny Smith had his worst game of the year. Drake London, I think, is definitely a play moving forward. And Pitts, you kind of have to play Pitts. Uh, there was a lot of stuff designed for Rashad White this week, which I thought was really good and promising. Godwin's always good for at least a solid 10 or 12, and then Mike Evans is one of the best later round steals we've got this year. Uh, Steelers and Rams. Najee finally got in the end zone. Pickens played solid with Deontay Johnson coming back. The Ravens are a disappointing team. The Ravens are a team that feels Rams. like to the Rams. Yeah, the Rams are a team that feels like to me they should be five and two or six and one and the Steelers are a team to me that looks like they're oh and six uh will Ashby will most likely be coming on the pod next week so we're gonna hear a lot of Steelers next week so if you're a lot of complaining about Matt Canada y- yeah so we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of Steelers talk next week so and Ashby's a good personality so that'll be fun for next week but we're sticking with Ian White this week uh Deontay Johnson played solid I think he's an okay flex for now uh, Puka Dakua did Puka. well because I played him and that means this week Cooper Cup's gonna do well because I'm playing him also um, I did think Zach Evans was going to start for the Rams this week because of the reports on like Tuesday and Wednesday. And, and then, then the support on Saturday said he was not. And then I didn't catch that, and he put up 0.0 points and zero snaps. Yeah. So, uh, well, it looks like from this website and how many carries they're getting, Daryl Henderson played 57% of the snaps. Royce Freeman played 43%. Um, I'll give uh, Royce Freeman is more effective, but Daryl Henderson got more work, so I guess you got to leave lean towards Henderson right now. That was the Rams game. Cardinals game. This game just like was honestly boring. Like, I'm, I'm happy I wasn't watching this game. Josh Dobbs stinks. Marquise Brown just has bad quarterback. Uh, Kenneth Walker actually is really, really good this year. Uh, JSN had his game. For some reason, Jake Bobo was getting snapped. Hey, hey. Jake Lock- Bobo. Lockett was terrible. Jake Bobo was probably the second best receiver on the, the uh, Seahawks right now. That's probably not ridiculous. Lockett's, Lockett's I'm not just cut. saying that because my cousin's ex-boyfriend is his brother. My cousin's ex-boyfriend is his brother. Really random, but I guess I'll take it. Jordan Love stinks. I have nothing to do. Um, A.J. Dillon got a lot more work than Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones is honestly a bench until further notice. Christian Watson was disappointing, but one thing that stood out for me is he played the most snaps out of any Green Bay receiver. I would like to definitely see them get a little bit more work. I'm I'm to, riding with him one more week. After that, I'm going to start calling him a bust. I'm going to um, be honest. As someone who who took him, like, third round. I took him in the fifth. And uh, and he's been trying to ride him so far. I'm, I'm giving up on him. It's not worth it anymore. 
Yeah, of course, the one game I benched Judy actually did decent. Uh, Sutton was definitely the better receiver in Denver, and he's actually playing really solid uh, so far. Chiefs and Chargers, I'm not going to label Austin Eckler as a bust yet because he got hurt. Um, but there's going to be a lot of stuff at the end of the year, which I'm like, I'm not blaming the injury, but the past two games back have been really disappointing. Joshua Kelly just had a nice big run. Josh Palmer had a couple big plays. Keenan Allen's a little disappointing. Maybe a decent buy candidate. Josh Palmer's really coming into his own on the Chargers. I think one thing to note is that Quinton Johnson is not the answer. Yeah. And that the Chargers really screwed up not taking Jordan Addison or Save Flowers when they had them both on the board. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs Pacheco is actually one of the better late-round seals. Rasheed Rice, he's a stash for now. And Kelsey, I told you, Kelsey had the potential shot for being the first overall pick, and he's almost kind of proving it right now. Kelsey is insane. He is carrying my team. Uh, Dolphins, Tyree Kill probably should have been the one or two overall pick. Uh, Waddle's playing solid. 15 targets for Tyree Kill is crazy. Raheem Mostert, he had an off game, but once they run the ball, he'll be doing a lot better. A-Chain's coming back in two or three weeks. Uh, Jalen Hurts did awesome. Swift, A.J. Brown, solid enough game for me. Uh, Gainwell got in the end zone, which probably hurts Gainwell. Goddard's playing really well, that's for sure. He's on the come up. Uh, Julio, Falcons legend Julio Jones, uh, one target. For A.J. Brown, seconds. I think, is honestly consistent. He should have been a first-round pick. He's consistently a high scorer because the Eagles look to go deep to him so often and because he's able to catch the ball so often deep. I mean, like, he might have, like, three catches, but he gets 97 yards on it and a touchdown. Uh, 49ers and Vikings. I really didn't watch most of this game. I, I really like watching night games in Vikings Stadium for some reason. It kind of reminds me when the Saints. Really? Yeah, when the Saints had the Minneapolis Miracle against the Vikings. I, I like I like watching night games in like open air stadiums for some reason. It feels like a mall at night when I watch games in. Uh, I like that. Stadium. Um, I was watching baseball instead. Speaking of baseball, I hope the Phillies lose right now. But um, as the time we're recording this, 8:16 8:16 p.m. Uh, Brock Purdy played solid. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna play him against Cincinnati. Over actually, I'm gonna put that poll up. Either Purdy against Cincinnati or Dak Prescott at the Rams. Um, he's doing solid. It doesn't help when Debo's out and Trent Williams is out. He's a system quarterback though. CMC played awesome. Kittle played solid. Ayuk, I wish he done could have done better, but he didn't. I'm not yet. Uh, Big Kirko wakes up dripping like this. Had a really <laughs> nice game. Uh, I'm done with Madison. I'm giving up on him. He's a bust. Hawkins Sox played well. Jordan Addison's incredible. I think I'm learning a lot this year. I wouldn't. I'm like I'm two and five. Addison is speeding. I wouldn't into say, a flex spot. I wouldn't say this is a humble win experience for me because obviously I'm, if people don't know I'm super into fantasy. I think it's more of a learning experience from how this year is. So I didn't draft well. My team's really bad. Doesn't help when Bijan doesn't play. But I have the most points against, but I also have the least points scored. So, I mean, how can you argue that? Just an unfortunate year for me. But we're going to keep rolling. We'll keep powering through. Buc- uh, Buccaneers at Vikings. Uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Bills, give me Allen Cook, Diggs, and Kincaid. Rams at Cowboys. Brett Maher got cut, which I found funny. But give me, um, give me Koopa Puka. And Cowboys side of the ball, give me Tony P, uh, Dak, and C.D. Lamb, and Jake Ferguson. Vikings, give me Big Kirko, Addison, and uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Packers. Christian Watson, last week I'm doing it. And that's it. Falcons. Don't give, give me the Riddler. Give me the Riddler this week. I'm being serious. Give me the Riddler. Give me a 
Mr. Bye Week and uh, Bijan Robinson and Hotline Bling, aka Drake London, uh, Titans. Derrick Henry coming into form. Uh, I don't really think Derrick Henry's going to do that well. Oh, they're really? playing two quarterbacks. That means they're going to run the ball every play because two quarterbacks is no quarterbacks. Yeah. Hey, I like that. That's what I said. <laughs> two quarterbacks is no quarterbacks. But um, I think Derrick Henry's getting better as the season goes on. I think he's, I, I, think, I think, think it's locked up. The Falcons' defense has been good. Nah, I think he's. I think he's solid. Falcons have allowed one rushing touchdown this whole season. Give me nobody for the Titans. Uh, Saints at Colts. Give me give me Pittman. Give me Mr. Speedster and Olave and Kamara. And then give me Pittman. Play Downs if you're feeling risky and give me Jonathan Taylor. Downs in a Downs in a flex, I think is a good point. Yeah. Patriots, give me Kendrick Bourne and Ramondre Dolphins. Don't give me don't give me Ramondre. Give, give me give me Tua Mustard, uh Tyreek and Jalen Waddle Jets. Give me the Breesonator and give me Garrett Wilson. Giants, give me Waller and Saquon. Jaguars, uh, ETN. Tua, ETN, Christian Kirk, and Evan Ingram. Steelers, uh, George Pickens, and Deontay Johnson. Eagles, Jalen Hurts, Swift, AJ, AJ Brown, Goddard. And if you're feeling risky, uh, ah, no, play Devontae Smith. Commies, just give me hey, if you're, hey, If you're really feeling risky in the Eagles, give me Julio Jones. Hell no. <laughs> Texans. Give me Stroud and Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary is going to take over that backfield. Damian Pierce stinks. Also, give me Schultz. Give me Schultz. Bach, are you a member of the uh, Stroud Boys? What's that? You know the. You know the. Have you ever seen the Stroud Boy memes? No. You know the Proud Boy is. Okay, Uh, Ian. Ian, you you every time you come on here, you always get off topic and say something that I should probably edit out, but I don't because not enough people. Don't worry, not most of that was fine. I should do a giveaway. What would you give away? I don't know. I should buy like a DH Gate jersey, <laughs> go to training camp, and have him sign it and give it away. Oh, hey, you know what? Isn't that a good idea? If anyone's curious, I'm going as a Larry Bird for Halloween. So if you'd like a uh, Larry signed Larry Bird jersey, <laughs> hit me up. I'm going to uh, be the wicked wiener. <laughs> All right, uh, Ween's gonna go absolutely crazy in case any of you listeners. Panthers, curious. Panthers, give me, um, give me Adam Thielen. That's all. That's it. Browns, uh, pretty much no one. Yeah. Seahawks, give me K Walker and DK, and that's it. Hey, give me Jake Bobo. I want Jake Bobo no. on my team. Chiefs, give me Locked Mahomo, uh, Pacheco, and Kelsey. Broncos, give me Sutton. Uh, Ravens, Lamar, Action Jackson, uh, yo, 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 Zay Flowers, and whatever running back I said gets the most work. I think that's Gus Edwards and Mark Andrews, obviously. Cardinals, give me absolute, give me Marquise Brown. Uh, Bengals at 49ers. Bengals, give me Joe Burr. And uh, no Mixon, Jamar Chase, Higgins. Hey, sneaky play at Flex. Give me Rasheed Rice from the Chiefs. There's our sneaky play of the week by sponsored by Ian White. Uh, 49ers. Purdy, CMC, IU, Kittle, uh, Bears at Chargers. Give me, give me DJ Moore. Give me Tyson Badgett's dad. No, twenty-eight time arm wrestling champion of the world. Okay, how do you know this? <laughs> you and Wyatt stay on Twitter way too much. Uh, Chargers, give me Jay Herbo at Eckler show is going to come this week. Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer. I actually know Josh Palmer. Raiders, uh, my Jacoby Myers and Devontae Adams and. I don't want to say Josh Jacobs, but I feel like you kind of have to. If 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 he's your, I mean, if he's your, only you kind of have to. Like he's probably like you just don't want to play him for somebody else. Like, okay, 
uh, Lions, Goff, Montgomery, if he plays. If not, give me uh, the Giblet. And then Amon Ra and Laporta. Defenses I like this week. Give me the Bills. Give me the Boys. Give me the Vikings and the Pat. Uh, give me give me neither. Give me the Falcons, Saints and Colts. Give me the Dolphins. Give me the Jets. Give me Jaguars and Steelers, Eagles, Texans, Browns, Chiefs, Ravens, Chargers, and Lions. It's a lot. It's a lot of defenses. Uh, Buccaneers at Bills in New York. Buccaneers are going to fall off. Give me the Bills. You're, yeah, it's your turn. It's like oh. rapid fire picks. All right, Bills. Uh, Rams at Cowboys. Give me the boys at home off the bye. I'm taking the Cowboys. Vikings at Packers. Give me Big Kirko wakes up tripping like this. I'm taking the Packers. Falcons at Titans like always. Give me the birds. Give me the birds. Uh, Saints at Colts. Give me the Colts. Give me Garner Minshew. Patriots at Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Give me the Patriots. Jets at Giants. I'll take the Jets off a bye. Uh, yeah, you're probably right there. John Lovell's Jets. Jaguars at Steelers. It feels like the game and Jaguars are going to lose. But the Steelers have won so many bad games. They're probably yeah. going to lose one too. Well, also the Jaguars are coming off a long, long extra, extra couple, two or three days. Give me the Jaguars. I'm taking the Steelers. Eagles at Commies. Commies got to figure stuff out. Give me the Eagles. Eagles. Texans at Panthers. I got the Panthers getting their first win of the year. Give me the Panthers. Uh, CJ Stroud versus Bryce Young head-to-head. First time in the NFL. Give me the Texans. Browns at Seahawks. Browns have just actually been really good this year. Give me the Browns. Give me Jake Bobo. Give me the Seahawks. Chiefs at Broncos. Upset of the week. Give me the Chiefs. (laughs) Uh, Ravens at Cardinals. Give me the Ravens. I think I actually think this is going to be a lot closer game than people think. I feel like the Ravens always get full of themselves, but give me the Ravens. Bengals at 49ers. Give me Joe Burr. Give me the 49ers at home. They haven't played at home in a while, I feel like. And then Bears at Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Yeah, give me the Chargers. Raiders and Raiders at Lions. My take is after this week, uh, the Bears coach gets fired. Or no, Brandon Staley gets fired. And Josh McDaniels, McDaniels, McDaniels is gets gone. fired. I think if the Eagles lose, Ron Rivera gets fired. I don't think Frank Wright gets fired, but it's something to watch. Uh, I'm going to say this right now, but I think whoever gets Caleb Williams fires their coach and takes Lincoln takes um I think Caleb Williams Riley. is not going to be the auto upgrade that people think he's going to be. He's coming from a system where he has 85 seconds to throw the ball every play. Getting the ball out quick in the NFL is going to be an adjustment period. All right, we'll answer these questions real quick and see if they're serious or not. Um, care to explain your four fantasy record? Yeah, my fantasy team stinks. Thanks, Luke Wall. Um, f- two and five. I drafted really bad. Picked Ramondre over ETN. Picked Judy over... Uh, TJ Hawkinson. I picked Christian Watson over Iuke. I picked Dallas Goddard, which wasn't a bad pick. Um, I picked Tyrell Lockett, which wasn't the worst pick, but I picked him over Christian Kirk. And then David Montgomery was a good pick, and Laporta was a good pick. The problem with my team, I'm not going to blame it on injuries, but like this is just some stuff that like stands out to me. Like obviously I have the least points scored, which is like I I can control that. Like that's not my fault, but it's. I have the most points against by a landslide, by like 60 points, which is a lot. Um, I also have A-Chain who got hurt, and I have Anthony Richardson who got hurt. So I worked the waiver wire well, 
And then unfortunately, I got punished for it. But also, I didn't draft well. But I think Bijan, looking back on it, I should have taken Diggs. But like, I'm not mad at the pick. He, if he played this week, he would probably be like running back five or six. So I'm not mad. He's running back ten. I'm on Raw. It was a, like a good pick. I'm not. I'm not regretting that pick whatsoever. Um, where does the win come? Always comes from the East. Um, should I give up on Christian Watson? I think we already answered that. Well, I said I was the one that sent in the question, but I'm saying yes. He's saying give him one more week. All right, Ian White, thank you for coming on. We're getting you out in under 30 minutes. Actually, I think you missed one question. Uh, any ribs, Riz tips at FSU? I knew you were gonna say that. You're just... um, for all of you curious, Bach was under wasn't... 30 minutes. Ian White, anything to say? Uh, pleasure to be on the show. Always glad to be back. Yes, follow us on Instagram at Bach Fancy Time. Like always, we'll see you next time.